0: This is AWLS, Podcasts on Wilderness Medicine, from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Hi, this is Richard Ingebretson from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. As always, we want to remind you to go to our webpage, www.wildmedu.org, to get an idea of our many programs Uh, to teach wilderness uh, medicine. Humans are water lovers. We, of course, drink it and it's necessary for life, but we love to be in the water, and we love to recreate in the water, we love to swim in the water, boat in the water, ski in the water. We love to sit in hot water, and we love to sit by the water, but in the water lurks some dangers, and the dangers can be Deadly and the dangers can be minor, but they are very real. And there, in uh, July of 2023, a two-year-old was in hot springs in the western United States, and a few days after uh, coming out of the hot spring and home with the family, this young infant died of a meningitis in the brain, contracted from an amoeba that had gotten into his brain, and then uh, causing the meningitis, and he died. This is a rare infection caused by an amoeba of the Niglaria species. This is called Niglaria phalleri. And once his brain uh, has been infected, then there is very little hope of recovery from this uh, very rare but very deadly disease. People who recreate in the outdoors and then read the papers or listen to the news, hear about these stories, and they are stunning in that people who uh hear about this don't know much about the disease. They hear there is a brain eating amoeba that uh, kills people, and they're shocked to hear the story. The families and the uh friends of the people who die of this rare infection are left wondering how did it happen and then, of course. How can it be prevented? Uh, And most people don't study this. So today we'll visit uh, about Nicolaria falleri, where it's found, what's going on, how it can be prevented, uh, so that others don't have to suffer the the sadness and the horror of dying of this rare disease. And when we say rare disease, it, it is a rare disease by comparison because every day around the world, Hundreds of millions of people get in and out of water and don't contract this. And the numbers of people every day that get this are close to zero. But when it happens, it happens. And this uh, uh, amoeba is uh, around. Uh, and it, it's easy to avoid. You need to know more about it. Uh, in February of 2023, a man in Florida, the United States of America, died of this uh, amoeba that he contracted after rinsing sinuses from uh, ordinary tap water. He had been using a neti pot to feel better, and the the, uh, amoeba then entered the brain through his nose, and several days later he died. In the spring of 2023, a man in Pakistan died from the brain-eating amoeba after swimming in a pool, came down initially with a a headache, and then four days later uh, he... uh, uh, died. Another case occurred in California, United States uh, uh, in 2023 when a resident of a town in central California uh, died of the same brain-eating infection. The disease is called uh, primary amoebic meningioencephalitis or PAM. It was in June 16th. She woke up from a nap with a headache, nausea and vomiting. They persisted. She went to the emergency room in a hospital nearby. She was diagnosed with meningitis. She had been on private property with some family and friends in a small pond, and that was where the exposure uh, actually occurred. The disease is caused by an amoeba uh, of the species Niglaria. In the Niglaria species, there are known to be 47 but only one of those species is pathogenic to humans, and that is Niglaria falleri. Niglaria has been detected on all continents, all continents except Antarctica. It has been described as the cause of PAM in more than 16 countries. Only hundreds of cases through the years uh, of this, knowing about this disease, have been reported. It is uh, spreading, and as people look for it, they're finding it uh, in more uh, places. Uh, in Korea, the first uh, known uh, case was found in 2022. And a surveillance of Canada found Niglaria species to be found in Canadian lakes, although uh, Niglaria falleri has not been found. But this was the first time that Niglaria species at all had been found in a Canadian lake. The reason that that is surprising is because it is usually found in warm waters. But rising temperatures are increasing environmental habitats for these uh, thermotolerant pathogens, so-called uh, the brain-eating amoeba, Niglaria falleri. Uh, Niglaria species have not been reported in uh, places where the water is cold. However, in Canada, there has been the uh, other species of Niglaria found in the waters. And as the temperature of the waters rise around the world due to global warming, the uh, species Niglaria and Niglaria faleri, faleri are being found in other uh, locations wheretofore they have not been found. It is found uh, around the world and cases of this have been found in a number of countries, in Europe, specifically the Czech Republic, Italy, Belgium, United Kingdom. Uh, India has reported their cases, and we stated South Korea, and now they're beginning to see cases in Canada. But again, I have to emphasize that this is a very rare disease, and uh, we're, we're talking about it in this Wilderness Medicine podcast. Just for information's sake, this is by no means a warning, and to be aware of this, because of the millions, as we said, the millions of people that get into waters every single day do not get this, but it it's worth just noting the causes, how to prevent it, and what to watch for, and uh, and, and ways to prevent it. To give an example of that, and of course the numbers are not one hundred percent known because people may die or, uh, and are are not reported, but in the United States of America, from 1962 to 2022, known uh, cases have been 157, which is not significant. Uh, These are mostly in the southern states. California in the United States has reported 10, Arizona 9, uh, Texas has reported 39, and Florida 37 of those cases. Most of the waters going south are, are mostly affected because they're warmer. Uh, than uh, waters as uh, you go north, so what what is this what is niglaria falleri, what is the niglaria species? It's a free living amoeba that is so small that it can only be seen with a microscope. It is commonly found in warm, fresh waters such as lake lakes, rivers, and hot springs, and it can be found in soil, but of uh, the many uh, we said of the species, only the one onefowlleri will infect humans. It affects people when water containing the amoeba enters the body through the nose, and then it uh, travels up through the olfactory nervous system into the brain, where it grows and causes an encephalitis. It usually happens when people go swimming, diving, or when they put their heads under fresh water. It does not and it does not live in salt water at all, so, and it does not live in the ocean. The amoeba then travels, as we said, through the nose and destroys uh, brain tissue, causing amoebic, well, primary amoebic meningoencephalitis and it is about 97% fatal. Um, uh, They have gotten it from other recreational sources, uh, but they're usually uh, from uh, not having enough chlorine in pools or from splash pads when that can happen. Uh, It can be found in soil around the world, and it can be uh, uh, in temperatures uh, that go up as high as 115 degrees or 46 degrees uh, centigrade, And they can uh, survive in short short times for temperatures higher than that. So to review, it's in warm, fresh water, such as lakes and rivers. It can be in natural hot water springs. It can be in warm water discharge from industrial power plants, uh, unregulated geothermal uh, drinking water sources. It's possible in swimming pools, although if they uh, keep those chlorinated, it's not there. It can be in tap water that's untreated. Water heaters and uh, the bottoms of lakes, ponds, and rivers. It it is defined as a thermophilic or a heat-loving uh, organism, uh, and as a as warmer temperatures go, it's, it tends to be moving north. The disease itself is considered a very rare disease by all organizations in the world, and uh, it's just that it is so staggering when it happens because people are doing things that are common and are just not aware of it. Uh, uh, But it is a rare disease, but just something that we feel that you should know about. Infections uh, usually happen when temperatures are very warm to hot, and uh, they happen in the the summer months of July, August, September in the Northern Hemisphere and the summer months uh, uh, of December and February in the Southern Hemisphere. And it can't, it cannot spread from uh, a person uh, to person. Um, uh, is the the way to avoid this is uh, very simple, and that is to not let water get into your nose. And uh, so, if you get into a hot spring or get into a pool, and you're unsure, you're out uh, uh, in a hot. You know, you're traveling. And you get to a warm, water springs, or like, and you're not you're not sure whether it has it or not. Just keep your head above water, because this infection cannot get into you unless it gets into your nose. You it will not get, and it will not be affected uh, if you uh, swallow it or if you eat it. That is also an impossibility. So the issue is just not let water that may be questionable get into your nose, and you will be safe. And to emphasize that it, the cases are rare, and to quote United States infection. There were uh, only 29 reported infections in the United States in the 10 years from 2013 to 2022, 20, uh, and that's despite millions of recrea- recreational water exposures each year. Uh, uh, by comparison, in that 10-year period, there were an estimated 4,000 unintentional drowning deaths in the United States. So that puts it uh, more into uh, into perspective. The behaviors that uh, will give you this infection. It would be like diving or jumping into water, putting the head underwater, engaging in activities uh, that, that put water up into the nose. Uh, a lot of niglarifalaria infections occur in young males, especially those 14 years old and younger. The reasons for this are really not clear, and when uh, the studies are done on this, it's it, it presumed that these young boys are more likely to participate in activities such as diving into water and playing in sediment at the bottom of the uh, water and rivers, as opposed to people who uh, get older and don't participate in that kind of activities. So um, while the amoeba is widespread, infections are very rare because it's not a parasite that seeks out a human host. And remember, hundreds of millions of visits to swimming pool venues occur each year around the world, uh, and it is uh, absolutely unknown why certain persons become infected with the amoeba while millions of others exposed to warm recreational fresh waters, including those who were swimming with people who became infected, do not get infected. The relative risk ratio is very, very low, and yet the stakes are high because the chances of dying with this is nearly 100%. So the best way to stay safe and the only certain way to avoid infection from Nicolaria filarii is uh, to refrain from getting water in your nose. And uh, I want to emphasize that there, while there have been no evident cases of amoeba contamination, so those are safe, uh, and uh, completely safe. There's just so uh, some final tips, uh, and if you're worried you're going to a place where you think that it may be, keep your head above water in untreated hot springs or other thermally heated bodies of water. And during activities where water is forced up the nose, like water sports and diving, uh, you wear nose plugs, hold your nose shut, or wear nose clips while swimming in warm, untreated fresh water. And avoid digging and stirring up sediment in shallow, warm spring areas where the amoeba may live. Um, uh, if you're uh, swimming in uh, unknown waters, un- uh, unchlorinated swimming pools, just be uh, extra uh, careful. This ends this podcast on this rare uh, disease of Nagleri faleri. Uh, and as always, we say thank you for listening.